Exhaustion in a way it's hard to even uh, fully describe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like burning the candle. We're, we're both burning ends. at both ends. Burning the midnight oil. In, uh, in Any multiple other aspects right now. Any other cliche. <laughs> oh, man. But no, but how you doing? How was your week? My week. Happy July 4th, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Happy Fourth Independence Day. of July. I mean, we can get into the politics of all that in a little bit if you want. But I... Dicey. It's not dicey. I feel like <laughs> we just need to talk about it. And that's People do need to talk, and that is a big problem, is they're not talking. But that's the last week has been good. Um, refocused on a lot of things. I'm going to have to go get new headshots and mm-hmm. find new people to partner with to create new content for a new reel. Then that's exciting, but yeah. it's also like... All right, now I got to get all this started, and then I have to send out marketing to all the casting directors and and um, producers and different companies I know. Yeah, saying, "Oh, I'm signed with new management." And it's just like all of these. What about? Here's a great uh, actual thing with as far as uh, industry goes. Yeah. To postcard or not to postcard? That is the question. It is moot and winds up in the trash these days. Mm. However, <laughs> some people still go, no, spend the money and do the postcards. So. What do you think about that? Because when I first was here, I have even a back, five years I have ago. A list from, I have a list from backstage. Mm-hmm. That is the contact list for every casting director in Los Angeles Sweet. as of this spring. Sweet. And their preferred method of contact. Mailing, the email. One, is this the thing that Sam French used to have? Now backstage has... It's the not PDF version, or well, it's, it's not their mailing labels. No, Sam French used to have like a book. A book. It would come yeah. out every season. Yeah, yeah. It's that. Sam French, R.I.P. Have they officially closed? Did we not take Lila to Sam French before it closed? No, <gasps> no. Did they close? There was a huge. There was like an accident or something that happened. They're like, yeah, no, they closed before they were intending to close. Oh, we never took Lila to Sam French. We can take her to the one French. in New York. Well, when are we going to New York next? I don't know. <laughs> we'll make a trip about it. <laughs> we will take Lila to San Francisco. That's an institution, a right of what passage. What about you? Um, for you? Th- this week has been a really... You have a musical audition coming up. I do, on Monday. Yeah. Um, I have not prepped for that at all yet. You're There's singing at a wedding. On Sunday. And we've got Lila's birthday on Friday and the birthday party Saturday. Uh, Our little girl's one. I can't believe... It. Where does the time go? The wedding I'm singing at, I'm very honored to be singing at. Um, the song where she's walking down the aisle is not in English. So that has been a, a fun, interesting little little thing to learn. <laughs> but it's a beautiful song. There's just, there aren't enough hours in the day. But overall, things are good. I was so scared. I was getting sick the other day. You know, you get that like tickle in the throat and you start sneezing and you're like, oh, good God. I was so, I was like, body, you can't do this to me right now. No. Oh. And then I realized what was happening. It's just that... Uh, I got my period again, again for the second time. And you guys, I mean, TMI, it is no freaking joke. They say the periods are different after baby when it first comes back. It hits you. I feel like every so often this is just like a parenting body. podcast. Well, yeah, it's such a big part of our lives. It yeah, hits no, it's, you we're just being real. Full body, emotionally, physically, my body. My Bones are aching. Like, you know when you have the flu? Like, my shins are 
aching. It's crazy. So it's exhausting. Um, in fact, part of uh, parenting TMI and there's no time in the day anymore. I'm actually about to do my nightly pump while we're doing this. So you're going to hear a little um, pumping action in a few minutes. So just wanted to give you the heads up so you know what that is when it starts. Um, But no, yeah, so I have the audition. Um, I was submitting to a couple of things. I was trying to do some research myself on uh, rep management, kind of where I'm I'm thinking of what I maybe want to add to the team. Um, East Coast stuff really kind of, getting back in on track with theater and really trying to figure out, because I said to myself, when she hits a year, I really wanted to get back on track with that. So it is... It's time. It is time. It is time. And uh, now that I've lost... I mean, I lost the baby weight a long time ago, but I'm starting to feel really like me again. You worked out for the first time. I worked out for the first time. And so probably towards the end of summer, mid-summer, I will also be doing um, updated shots because... Oh, good. Y- you look different after Me having too. a babe. Spend all and the I gotta, money. I know. It's it's part of the. I feel like your headshots cost more than mine because you're. Women do. Yeah, it's. Women cost I mean, more, and you have to do you know hair and makeup as part of it typically, and women's just cost more. It's BS. You, you need the. It's BS. You know, it just does. But uh, they should cost the same. The good news is, typically when I do a set, I don't do it again for another two or three years. I find that this time <laughs> that will start speeding up. No, because I'm getting older. No. And so I have to keep a current. No, I think it's because the baby's going to age us. (laughs) That's true. I don't think it's so much that we're getting older. I think the baby's going to age us. The baby. The sweet babe is going to age us. Um, But no, but things are good. I've just had a couple days where, as I was telling you when you got home, I haven't had a minute. You know, as soon as you think you have a pattern with the babe, she changes it up on you, and then... The way timing goes, and it's just, it, I haven't had a break at all the last couple of days, so I'm just tired. But it's not bad. I mean, we're, it's just, I'm just tired. Yeah. Uh, we, I was talking with a friend the other day that we try not to say to people outside the home, ironically, that like that we're tired. Right. But I feel like we always pop on this and we're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're tired. We're so tired. But there's a certain reality to parenting that you just get tired. You just get tired. It just kind of comes with the situation and, and, and everything. This morning, Lyle actually slept a little bit, which we were surprised by. But, you know, then <laughs> morning was kind of like, you got to go. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm teaching. Oh, yeah. And then she didn't go down for a morning nap. We were like, ah. It's but, you know, you just kind of ebb and flow day by day. And I zone out so much more now than I feel like I used to. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I'm almost just using my phone to just stay awake. Oh, really? I'm just like flicking through my phone when I'm at my day job. I'm just like... Just like trying to keep the brain engaged. (laughs) What's going on on Congratulations on your uh, your new gorgeous shoes, by the way. Oh, yeah. I won a sales contest at my store. Yeah, you did. Got $1,000 to spend in store. Ow! And we get a 50% off discount, so it's like $2,000 to spend in store. So he got some awesome I got some shoes, fancy new kicks. Which is perfect because it was maybe, was it the day before this happened? He looked at me with this look on his face and went, I have a hole in my shoe. I went, you it have was, a hole in your shoe? Not too, not too far. And you showed that. me, and you, you worn them so bad there was, a, there was a hole. And now yeah. you have brand new beautiful shoes. Well, I can go get that repaired now and not worry about the And you'll have a dark shelf. pair and yeah. a light pair. Woo-hoo. I <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I even got you something with it. I'm so which you excited. have to decide is that if it's gonna be No, it's birthday. gonna be birthday because I loved, loved your suggestion for anniversary. Um 
care to share? Oh, <laughs> the anniversary idea. Yeah. Is that um, every year we try to like kind of outdo each other on gifts and it's we do. silly and it gets expensive. We do. But we'd love to travel. So I was thinking what we should do is starting this year. Which will be your anniversary six. Yeah, anniversary six. Can't believe it. And for the next, what I guess that's four, three, four, I'm bad at math. It's 10 minus six, but it's. But it's not, but it's. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll set aside the money we would have spent on gifts for each other mm-hmm. for the trip. And then we're going to start setting aside $10, we said, a week. Yes, $5 for our savings account and $5 for. From each of us. Right. So, so, so one will be actually for our bank savings account and mm-hmm. one will be for. Uh, 10-year anniversary responsibility. Trip. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. And then on anniversary, we'll still go out to dinner and get each yeah. other cards or something. So what's Lila going to do to help raise money for this? That's the question. Well, we are on a veil for, yeah, for that thing. So I mean, maybe, exciting. you know, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah. 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 I, I'm so... I, get, I know. I'm just like, our dog is curled up next to us. And I was like, Brady, I want to join you. I know, he's just snuggled up. But, uh, Do you want to pass out? I have that song in my head that let's give them something to talk about. I guess because we're podcasting. I have no idea why, but that's the song that's in there because it's like, we're going to talk about stuff. <laughs> but we <laughs> we talked a little bit before we hopped on tonight about um, what we want to talk about. And I've always found in relationships that um, you struggle with the notion of, do I change for this or do I change them for me? What do you mean? Well, what I'm trying to say is that when you're in a relationship, you have this ideal of what the relationship's going to be. And then you get through the honeymoon period. And then you realize that, all right, cool. This person has these great qualities. Let's call them column A. And then they have these qualities in column uh, in column B that can be... Try some of column A. Try all of column B. Um, that in column B, they can be adjusted or do I adjust myself to how I perceive them, how I interact with them, how I react to them? And we've talked so much about like how what the work we've done to grow as a relationship. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about what changes we want to see in each other or have seen in each other. And then also like how we see us changing each other and how we've, we strive to or aspire to change the industry and how, um, the industry has changed us in the time that we've been here. So what I think is important is that you acknowledge that there's things that you don't love. Not, I shouldn't say don't love. Don't actively like about the person that you're in a committed <laughs> relationship with because those are things that you can look at and go, cool, this person's a person. They're not, you know, they shouldn't be held onto a pedestal for all things, like they're not perfect, and that's good because I think flaws are what make people beautiful. Is because there is perfection in your imperfection, and mm, I but, like that. But like, but like with you, it's like you're gorgeous, you're loving, you're empathetic, Aww. you're all these amazing things, and then you're like you're so giving, you're sometimes too giving, and from and out of that stems a certain level of, despite your immense intelligence, you're gullible sometimes and I don't mean that in a way of like saying that you're naive but sometimes you can be and I think that learning that that's something that's born out of your optimism as opposed to born out of 
I am very much the eternal optimist. But yeah, but like I think that that's for me, like something that I've had to change about myself as opposed to trying to change it about you. Is that I, yeah, I think that's that's the way of, of phrasing the whole thing of like things you wanted to change about your partner, but then once you're in a committed relationship, the relationship you realize, I guess once you mature, oh, it's not about changing the other person. It's adapting yourself and yeah. learning like the And then also like strengthening the them so that like and, right. if there is something that's um within that flaw that exposes them to potential harm or right. that they're now alerted to it. So they're like, oh, maybe don't give some people so much rope. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't trust people so much. So what got me thinking about that is just like, all right, cool. I've got new rep now. Um, now I have to go through the rigmarole of new headshots, new reel. Then I have to... It's just like there's all these costs and all these things. I wish the industry cost less. And there's yes, nothing about the, the industry about that's the going industry to cost. the industry you'd want to change. Yeah, there's nothing about the industry that's going to cost less. It but costs so much until you actually hit it. Um, and also, one thing I've always, always, always been like, it'd be nice if this were different. Um, what would be... Sometimes it just seems... I don't want to say unfair because that sounds petty. But there's so much about luck and who you know versus actually being talented and that being enough to get you in the room or getting a job. And that can be so frustrating. But how would, like, all right, so how do you, how do you aspire to change that or how can you change how you react to that? How I react to it, I feel like I've done decent because you do have to make it not personal and just be like, this is business. I mean, I've booked a job because I reminded the EP of his ex-wife. I've also lost a job because I reminded the EP of the ex-wife. So there's that whole thing of once you get to a certain level, you just kind of have to know it's not in your hands, which is frustrating. But a way to change it is definitely creating your own content and kind of taking things in control in your own way and, and making it more applicable so that people go, oh my gosh, who's this person who's done this? All right, let's get them in the room. It's tricky because there's not much control in this business, but with what's going on right now, creating your own content and doing that is definitely a way to change I mean, I don't, the playing field. I don't little. think that that's what's going on right now as though that's going to go away. The way you the no, way you phrase no, that is like I don't like, think it's going to go away, but it has become much more legit. Yes, no, but the way you just phrase that sounds the way that people talked about email in 1998. Like <laughs> if this thing lasts, <laughs> this no, fad, the internet. Last. I think oh, just one thing you learn are the trials and errors and things that hit versus miss. When web series began, when I very first moved out here is really when it started, and it was this whole concept of like, oh, this isn't going to last. This isn't going to stick around. And there was a web series that I was on, Valley Peaks, if you want to check it out, where we were at the very first Streamy Awards. And there was this thing of like, what is this? People weren't taking it seriously. And we kept being like, you don't understand, guys. Everything's moving here. And people were like, oh, it's a trend. And look what's happening now. It's this... But again, you said now. It's not now. It's happened. Yeah, no, I know. It's happening. That's that's what I mean by now. Okay. Versus 10 years ago versus now. What online Fine. new media has turned into and people being able to pick up cameras and get a production team together and create your own content has gone from, oh, I'm just going to like do this thing and throw it here or there versus, wait a second, it's people a, yeah. are actually creating things and it's making an impact and making people take note and the making careers happen. democratization of media. That's what I mean by then versus now. 
and it's not going anywhere. But now it's actually legit, and people pay attention versus ten years ago when they didn't. That's fair. Twelve years ago, but okay. <laughs> well, maybe we're coming at this from two different places because I'm not. I don't care about stuff like that. Like that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm are talking, you talking about? Like me too. Like things that matter. Like when hash like the Me Too movement. Like the Me Too movement. Like things that matter, things that need to change in the industry, or the ways the industry has changed you fundamentally as a person, or the way you've had to adjust fundamentally as a person to deal with the industry. Yeah, you know, YouTube's great. Um, Netflix is really cool. It's, I mean, looking back on Kevin Spacey, it's awful, but it's like really interesting to think that House of Cards is the first web series emanated. Uh, nominated for an Emmy. That actually, right? It's a web series. It's tech. It and, is, and that's the, that's the interesting <laughs> thing is like as these as these new media platforms grow to become legitimate studios unto themselves, that's a cool weird development. Um, that is the wild west of film. Yeah, but I'm I'm more talking about like like as we, like we talk about getting into the nitty gritty, like like how you've fundamentally reshaped how you look at relationships in Los Angeles. Is that the case? Like, do you think that there's things about LA that have changed and Hollywood that have changed the way that you connect to people? I mean, yeah, of course we have to network. We have to grow our business that way. But there's also things like when you walk into a room and you're meeting somebody for the first time and they're every room is like this everywhere in the world. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you know? Or what do you what are you working on? That's you know politics, the small finance. Talk. I know, yeah. But like all of the, all of that small talk to me, like that's the one thing. Like if that's that's the top of column B for me. That is the thing about the industry that just ugh. I, I actually try to avoid it crawl. at all costs, honestly. But you're a master at it. I am very good at. The small talk and uh, being able to go into a now room. Now, is that just from is that just from growing up with your dad? I was trained by it? Eric Myers. That's okay. that's why it's it's it, it's not something I enjoy, but I know it's part of it, and I am able to do it well and networking it in there and do it. But I also believe it's so important to have other interests and other aspects outside of the industry, and nothing bothers me more. That, well, okay, that's a strong phrase. It really bothers me when a group of actors get together and all you talk about is shop. Drives me berserk. It's yeah. like, let's talk about life, please. It bugs me so much. Now, it's different if you're going to a networking event and it's actually an yeah, industry thing. Then, of course. But if you're just like hanging with friends and the whole thing just turns to shop, it, it just kind of chips away at your soul a little bit of, well, who are we as far as friends and in life outside of this bubble of the industry? This is what I mean by, I'm talking about like how the industry has changed us and how we want to change the industry. How that relationship that you have to this place and to yeah. this entity I misunderstood fun- what you meant fundamentally changes you. I didn't realize that's what you meant. Yeah. Nitty gritty. That's, that's a... <laughs> Emotional. Hard to talk about things. That is one of the things. biggest things. When you're getting together for lunch with your friends, don't talk about... Un- unless there's like something I mean, you really want to talk about, and that's different. I know it. I oh, no, oh, this like is gonna to make me sound almost cynical or like good, you know, because I'm not <laughs> at all. But, no, but I, in this way, 21 and 22 year old Emil, when I was first here, I loved popping into Earth Cafe for a smoothie or walking by something just to hear people at tables talk about things as I'd be standing in line. Loved it. Now I feel obnoxious. I avoid it. It it like. No, but 
it, I almost want to roll my eyes. I'm like, don't you have anything else to talk about people? I mean, some people don't. Some people only talk about work. There's no, plenty of people in the world. And that that's not what I mean, business. though. That's not what I mean. I mean, oh, how do I word it right? It's, it's very different when you're meeting with a group of friends and you're discussing industry things and you're like, hey, can we really talk about, I just had this audition or I'm on a veil for this thing or hey, can you look at these headshots or blah, blah, blah. That's different. But it's when you, you go into a Starbucks and you just hear, I mean, how frequently am I in Starbucks? I'm just using that as an example. I, I go to Starbucks all the time. But when you just hear everyone around you, someone's writing... There's always somebody. This new web series. There's or always this one's somebody in a Starbucks writing a script. Or, or this is the the glow isn't that the I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's lost its, it's wow lost its shine. factor. Yeah. So yet one thing that will never change is when I walk onto a set and look up and go, wow. My very first day on General Hospital, I remember walking in, just looking up. I'm on the soundstage, and I just looked up at the lighting grid and went, I'm here. Wow, and like that aspect will never go away. But being in public and out and about and trying to talk about it because people hope that the people next to them are going to be someone who can help advance their career, so they almost try to talk about it so other people hear you talk about it, drives me crazy. Do you think that that's an actual undercurrent? That people, that successful people have that logic? Because my thing is like, I feel like successful successful people end up in those circumstances where they get an opportunity. Like our, our friend, um, won't talk about details or names, but a friend of ours is doing a pitch presentation for a network. And it's all because he like randomly ran into somebody while doing a location scout. That's different. I know. I know it's different, but at the same that's time, different. Yes. that's like, imagine having a friendship or a relation, like in his circumstance, his relationship yeah. to this town, the next step of his relationship, getting to third base or whatever <laughs> analogy he's getting having with Hollywood at this point, like going steady or whatever, was reliant upon love. Wear my jacket, we wear my pin. But like, how much? How much of an actual romantic relationship is? I mean, we talk about this all the time. Is timing? No, for for sure. So much is about luck and who you know and, and timing, and for sure. But he was already. So he was on a location scout, so he was already working on something versus you sit at a restaurant and, like, speak a level up just in hope someone walking yeah, by so it's, hears it's you. it's like the difference of, like, going like going to a bar to pick people up and, like, being on a, like, being set up on a date and then mm-hmm. it working out. Mm-hmm. Or, like... Oh, that's a good analogy. Like, that's a good you're analogy. You're on Tinder... So that's how you found love. That's yep. fine. Yep. Great. Cool. Yep. Whatever. Grinder. However, people get down. But as opposed to just like constantly just like trying to buy people drinks at a bar, <laughs> like, that, that, like that would be the. But like, how does how do you adjust to that? Like to me, because one, I'm terrible at dating. Two, <laughs> <laughs> two, I'm terrible at small talk. So, like, mm-hmm. that never appealed to me. So everything that's ever happened in this town has kind of been, like, you know, friends setting me up. Yeah. And th- that uh, that is something that I've had to learn. I need to fundamentally change about myself. I can no longer, in any place in myself, be reliant on other people to give me opportunities. You and have I have to, to create, create for myself. For yourself. And that's like a huge transition in a relationship. Yeah. Like realizing that at a certain point, um, you're not going to 
I don't know, fold my laundry the right way. Oh my god! Or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I don't. I, I can't find something that's like analogous enough. But like, you know what I mean? There's like, there's those things that there's those things in a relationship. You're like, oh, this is not going to change yeah. no matter how much I want it. Or I've really kind of been riding a wave. I should not ride that wave anymore. I should like not what? be. What, what do you mean by that? No, but like when you're in a relationship, if like. If you're in a relationship and the sex is really good, but you're not ready to deal with the emotionality, or you really connect with the person, but like the sex is uh, okay, you're not, you don't want to broach certain topics because there's fear there. There's hmm. fear of the unknown. And I think that that's there one of the things with Hollywood is that for me personally, it's like, I'm always like, all right, cool. How how's the best for me to feel comfortable? And one of the things that's nice in a relationship, yeah, you can feel comfortable and that's good, but at the same time, you always want to have a little bit of a little rough patch in in like the general relationship. So that there's something there's friction there. There's some heat. And not just in like in the bedroom, but like there's things about you that will for my the entirety of my life make me go, huh and laugh. Because there's you're perfect. Oh, I'd love to know. Tell, tell, you want me to enu- enumerate them? Yeah, yeah. Air out, air dirty laundry. What? What about me? Uh, um, technology ticks you off. Well, <laughs> ticks me off. That's, that's not fair. That's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of your being. So I have to I deal. I just have to deal with by, it. But you guys, I walk by technology. And it dies. I don't understand what I like. There's some I have no idea. No, but like for. And then for, he thinks he's like, "Well, you're not doing something right." I'm like, "Watch me do okay, it. I'm doing it." And, and he I'm, watches me do it right, and it doesn't work. And I'm like, "See, it's not me. Something's happening." But like, <laughs> and I'm not saying like I said in our wedding vows, like, don't ever change. Yeah. I never want you to change. You're weird AF. Like, yes, I am. You're silly. Weird you're and proud. Disney princess. <laughs> you're Mulder and Scully. You're all of these things I weird am combined in one. But at the same time, because I accept those things about you, they bother me less. Like the in the in the sense that like the things that I'm weird about that you're not weird about in the same ways, mm-hmm. I have to be over them at a certain point. But I still, every so often, I'll just be like, "Really? <laughs> Why don't you get this?" Or like, "How did that happen?" There's nothing about me that you throw your arms up and you just kind of go, "Oh, it's." It's Jason. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've talked about it, but the the uh, how you'll handle certain situations or or temper or frustrations or sarcasm, sarcasm. <laughs> but you've gotten much better with that. But knowing that you know sarcasm, we're supposed to know what it is. But um, you know, there's just there there are certain things where you, uh, trying to coach coach me or things like that, which, you know, we, we had to learn to adjust of yeah. being, you know, supportive and, and not trying to change or coach that. Like as, as a woman, do you feel like there's things that you just have to, that like at one point you had to like just deal with it in this town and now you finally feel like, cool, the right wave of things are happening and now I can say like, I can say in my mind and not be worried about it in the way I had to be worried about it when I moved out here. Like, that's a positive change. Like, you had to change yourself to adapt to, like, this male culture that was, like, so, like, eh, ubiquitous that no one cared and no one really said or did anything about it. And now that, like, as things are transitioning 
to actual like hopeful ec- like hopeful equity and equality between all peoples in this town is that something that you're like weird weird about in a way like you'd almost now you're like oh this is cool now I mean, the only thing that's coming up, and I don't know if it means that it, it's not cool now or anything like that, but uh, and it does relate to the Me Too movement for sure, is things that you used to let slide in a situation because you were new in town and you're like, oh, but this is just the way it is, so you have to go with the flow of it, and you wind up in really awkward situations and bad situations. You just kind of suck it up and deal with it because you're like, I have to do this job or I have to do this thing. And then as you get older... You don't care anymore. And that's what's really fun. Getting older of, oh, he tried to talk to me that way or tried to do that to me. 22-year-old Amelia would have just kind of swallowed it and taken it. 32 and 34-year-old Amelia is like, what do you think you're doing? And actually standing up for yourself a little bit and not caring what the repercussions of that is as much. Is there anything like that in a relationship? In our relationship? I mean... I mean... Is there anything that at this point... Like, I know you're always concerned about being an egg, but are there certain things now that you're just kind of like, no, I'm going to harp on this until this dude does this? Or are there things... Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Okay. Um, and you're less worried about, like, you hurting my feelings or you actually annoying me. You're just more concerned I about you I do still preface being... it of, stop making me a nag. I've asked you to do this yeah. 12 times. <laughs> but I'm a little more... But I feel like that's... Direct and, with it as And this is not to... me trying to, like shift blame back to you. <laughs> That's more me. I, I hear that as you saying, you don't want me to make you an egg. Less than you're worried about how I'm dealing with you being an egg. Does that make sense? No, say that again. Like <laughs> your general concern is how everyone else feels at all times. And you're always trying to make everyone be happy and be okay. Yes. Have you stopped doing that as much with me when it comes to your opinion about needing something done? Or you were like, no, this is the right huh. way. You're less concerned about like, how does I've Jason feel? About this Let me all. manage him. No, I don't try to manage you. What? No, I don't try to manage you, but I do try to... I still overthink a situation before approaching you on things sometimes because I don't know how you're going to react at times. So there are still times where I'll try to preempt. Is that a Jason thing or is that Amelia's relationships with previous men? Probably a combination. Okay. Probably a combination. There are certain things where based on how you are on what time of day or what's gone on that day. I feel like you're being weirdly cryptic that you don't need to be. You can just be specific. Because in the moment, it's hard to think of the specific things when okay. I know it's a recurring thing, and I'm like, how I do I like, try to okay, word it? Cool, because it just sounds like you're trying to talk around something because you're afraid of like insulting me, but you shouldn't be. <laughs> um, let me see if I can attempt to get more. I mean, you don't have to get specific if you can't. I mean, it's fine. Let's not air too much. Asking you to fold laundry and put it away, or taking stuff to Goodwill, or things like that, where you're like, "Just ask me, and I'll take care of it." Like, great. So I finally asked you to take care of it, and you go, "I'll get to it." And then, like, four weeks to six weeks to two months go by, and then I'm like, and then I go to ask again, but then I'm like, I don't want to bug him. He knows this is important. Yeah, it's okay. If I mean that, that's a very small, that's a very small thing, but that's 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 more a scheduling thing with the Goodwill. It's just like, cool, that's literally 45 minutes sometimes that I don't have. But I've just said, take it out of the room. Get it out of here. Just sort it and put yes. it in your car, and then it's there. And you're like, okay. That and is... I'll be like, Jason. And you'll be like, just ask me to do it, and I'll do it. I'll be like, do it. And you're like, okay. I'm like, Jason, just ask me to do it. I'm asking you to do it. Okay. That. But. 
If the, you, are you saying about all things? No. Or something just goodwill stuff? No, it does spill over into other things. I'm just I in in the moment on the spot because I didn't realize this was what you were talking about before we started the podcast. Cool. I don't I don't have quite in my mind the the things, but it's the kind of thing where again, it's not about managing you or changing you. So it's what did going, you think okay. I meant? I don't know. I'm brain dead right now. <laughs> We're so both am I. so tired. I wasn't entirely sure what you meant. I thought well, as far as changing the industry, I honestly thought you meant like Netflix. Netflix. No, like changing, uh, trying to be your own advocate and do things like that. Oh. Not so much. I'm talking about like, I mean, that's great and all, um, but I'm talking more like. The way you're phrasing it almost makes it be like, so you used to be an optimist and so now you're jaded and how did that change? Almost is what you're, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like what you're trying to get me to No, but at the same, t- at the same time. Yeah, I mean, yes, it would be great if you could articulate that. I would love that. That would be delightful content for our <laughs> podcast that's about things like that. Well, I said something a little while ago about that. But for me, it's like I'm much more optimistic because of you. And I will say I am a little bit more of a, not a pessimist, but a little more of a realist on certain things because of you. That's true. And I think At that certain there's... certain things for sure. And there's certain things that this town has taught me. It's like, well, you know, you just eventually... Unless you get a hard no, you just have to keep on asking and creating until you actually get somebody telling you, no, this door is shut and locked for you. You don't get to come into this room. It's only happened to me once. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, should we just air? I'll, I'll air this out. General Hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Seven years in, I flat out in a very sweet way asked, so is this going anywhere? And I was told, we love you. You're going to make it, but it's not going to be on this show. But we would love for you to stay on the capacity that you're in. And something in my mind did go, thank you for the honesty. I'll come in when I'm available. Don't expect me to be as readily available. And something in me did shift at that moment because I had waited. Some, something in me had waited that I really did think it was going to go and I was going to wind up a larger role on the show where I wasn't actively pursuing as much as I could have been in other arenas because I was getting comfortable with how frequently I was going to that set. Yeah, so I feel like that's and analogous that to a relationship because like, okay. it's like, you're like, hey, we're getting a little like... You well, get to your routine. You get a little overshirt play. Yeah. Maybe you like, like do a little <laughs> fool around a little bit. <laughs> and then and it's like, like, all right, you're satisfied you're enough. Good. This is and an, you're like waiting. This is enough. You, right. This doesn't fulfill and me, so, but, but I'm it's content. enough. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good... Uh, yeah, okay. And, and the all thing right. is, like, when you have a full belly... If it's not if it's not like the best tasting food, but it's full full belly, you're like, eh, I'm, all, I'm full. <laughs> um, and I think that's a. Do I not make wonderful full tasting? No, food? that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, not at all, not in the least. But I think like that's one of the things about this town is that there's so many parts of it that are um, designed to distract and fulfill you in certain ways. Because it's one thing like being in the acting studio. I love it because it sustains me artistically. It doesn't fulfill me. I'm perpetually paranoid of being an, quote, acting class actor where all I, the only work I'm doing as an actor is in an acting studio. But I don't think I've ever heard that term. What, acting class actor? Yeah. You have definitely been in an acting class and you're like, I feel like that person is just here to perform. Oh, I have. De- it's one reason but why not, I'm not the biggest not, fan of acting classes. No, but not, <laughs> not perform because they're trying to get their confidence up to go someplace else and do something else, but only there to perform because 
This is that's their arena to show off, and it's the only thing they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of the things we always talk about is like you got to take risks, and I feel like Hollywood doesn't take risks. No. They're and kind I of feel set like, in their ways. Like and that's one of those things. It's like in a relationship, you have to be willing to take a risk. You have to continue to try to like not by no means try to harm something, but at the same time try to stir the pot in a toward a positive direction. So you you kind of like poke the person and you're saying like, <laughs> Hey, you know, you could try this thing that I know you haven't been trying and do it. And ah, now you're see if back you like to, it. To us. Yeah, or I'm um, actually I was also I'm also talking about like like the announcing of uh, the casting for Ariel today for Little Mermaid. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's great! I Look. did see your post where you're like, and, and when is the and, cynicism and, and, and when's it going to start? And, and, critical. and let the racist trolls commence. Yep, and yep. oh my god! And what's really interesting on that is I watched people on the comments on like Insider. Inside Edition or whatever, or whatever Hollywood Insider. Yeah. It was not Inside Edition. That's not Hollywood Insider. But it was like, <laughs> I just watched all these comments. I watched people who are willfully ignorant of their racism say racist things. And then people are like, um, you know, that's a cartoon, right? And they're like, yeah, but the character's white. But you know, it's a mermaid, right? Like, she's not white. She's a fish. <laughs> Like that's from I want to. Did rem- all of this really go down? I, I mean, I, I, I was, was barely amazing. online today. I didn't read any of it. It was very slow. I at the saw store. your post. It was very slow. At the store, but, <laughs> but I didn't even see your comment. But it was just like I didn't comment additionally on anything. But it's just like it's so ridiculous yeah. that because of the cartoon that you've grown up with, she's white with blue eyes and red hair. So you automatically think, oh, that makes me think of the her, the national tour. Do you remember how angry I got about that? Earlier was it earlier this year or last year? Was I pregnant or a new mom? I don't remember. Uh, but it was this big national tour of the Little Mermaid, and they had cast for the first time this stunning—I'm blanking on her name—Asian American Broadway powerhouse actress as Ariel. And in Florida, they boycotted going because this Asian girl was playing Ariel, and how dare they do that? And it was it. Do you remember how fired up I got about I this don't when it rem- happened? I don't remember I when, but I do remember being so upset. Amped. This girl is phenomenal with a voice. And she's she's Ariel. She embodies everything characteristically that Ariel is. And it is that odd thing of with the cartoon or a fictitious character, how certain people go, oh, but Ariel can be played like this. And on the flip side, they'll do it also with like, but Pocahontas, but this, but Pocahontas is a historical figure, and Mulan, yeah. and then they try to blur those lines, and it's but like, what's, no, it's what's Ariel curious is like Bell. That's, that's like a progressive. It's, it's like, so interesting. So this is one of those things about Hollywood. It's yeah, like, Cinderella. It's like you're semi-progressive, right? But you're you're only. You're, Ooh, I just got fired up. You just struck. You're really me. only progressive when mm-hmm. it serves your financial interests. Yes, and I think that that's one of those things. It's like, can we change that about Hollywood? And then there's a moment like Crazy Rich Agents where they're like, boom, and they make such a big deal. But are they going to do that again? I mean, Or always, is that just going to be a blip of, well, always, look what can happen. Always be my maybe. We got into a conversation about it um, because it's this notion that like, oh, it's just kind of like a rom-com. I wish they would have like, somebody I was talking to was like, oh, I wish they would have like been more Asian. I was, and I was like, oh, the way I took that is like, um, they're just people who happen to be Asian. Yeah. And so that's what their goal is. Like, yeah. I think that's one of the they're things. Just, they're human. Like, as a kid, one of the things that always upset me is like portrayal of Jews in film 
in media is never normal people they who go happen to be Jewish. Over the, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or if you have a religious person who's Jewish, they're generally either very quick to give up their religion for something else or so rigidly religious that they're not a person. They're a robot. Like like what? Well, like anytime an Orthodox Jew is portrayed. Yeah. I feel like they're portrayed so rigidly. And yes, you know, every type of religious Orthodoxy has its rigidity. But yeah. I feel like it's like there's no nuance. I feel like when you talk about like and not being a person of color, but I feel like a lot of ways that people of color are portrayed in film for a large portion of film mm-hmm. is like, oh, I understand black people because of the black struggle. Couldn't. Like, that's why Family Matters and the Huxtables, like, not that the Cosby Show is, like, anything we should really talk about anymore. But that's what, that's why, the, but that's why those shows were so great. Because it was just like, <laughs> look, people. It's just. It's just people. People. And they happen to. And this to, is their family dynamic. And they happen to be black. Right. Right. That's, to me, like, that's the goal all of us should have in creating content. Mm, mm-hmm. or telling mm-hmm. human stories. Just telling human true like, stories without the, the crazy stereotypes. Like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. fun. Like, if you're telling a Cold War story, yeah, the bad guy can be an American. If you're telling it from a Russian <laughs> point of view, yeah, if you're an yeah. American, yeah. the bad guy can be Russian. And that's fine. That's cool. If you're telling a story about early 2000s terrorism, yes, the bad guy what can be this or that. movie was it? What movie was it? And, and These are Rose, the, we, we love you. But what was that movie that you and your mom went at it at the theater at the Grove about the... Do you remember this? No, my mom and I go at it over so no, many your dad things because we sat argue there, about the most the inane, you, but silly... It, she said it was a phenomenal things. movie and you were like, but why is the terrorist brown? And you got into this crazy... What, what movie was it? Olympus is fallen. Was it? Was, it was something like that. It wasn't. It was like a blockbustery type of yeah. thing. And you guys like it opened this whole thing. But, like, but it's reminding it that that's but, what this is but about, like, though. That's that. That's are, those are like when I think of things about you that these are they're not big things. They're not problems I have that like oh, I have to wake up and deal with this again today. <laughs> like, no, these are like, you're you're an amazing human being. You're lovely to be around. Thank you, love. I hope you feel the same way about me. I do. I'm not fishing for anything. But like <laughs> that those are the things in the industry that I'm like, oh, I love being a part of this. I love that we can yeah. create and we can do and we can give voice to the voiceless and turn eyes to things that people aren't talking about. But at the same time, like we have to try to make a profit as an industry. Yeah. And it's it's like That's it's true. such a weird, bizarre relationship to money to like and like industry's gotta fix itself. This like sequel fatigue, oh my god, we didn't need a men in black four. <laughs> but like I did love the very to me, first one. That's like where the reboots all the, the all of the Yeah. That's like some of them are fun, but at the same time it's like To me that's like your that's too? like your spouse coming home with like we didn't need another thing of mayonnaise. Like yeah, mayonnaise is <laughs> fine. Like <laughs> that's not why like mayo's say. fine. What summer salad? <laughs> summer salad. No, I thought you were gonna be like. I'm not even sure what you're like, but it was no. Not but like it's mayonnaise. like it's like no. It's like <laughs> like what's something you need in the house that you might yeah. use if it's there, but you don't 
go find it. 12-pack of toothpaste. Yeah. No, but it's like we have a 12-pack of toothpaste. We do. And then you just bought another one. We didn't need (laughs) another one. That's Men in Black 4. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. Avengers Endgame, great. Awesome. Spider-Man Homecoming, I hope it does great. Like, I love those sequels. Yeah. But when it just feels like a cash grab. Like, you're not telling any additional story. I was going to say, no, yeah, Endgame, Endgame, that's not... Like, those are the things that, like... That was just an amazing... Like, our relationship doesn't have the same flaws Hollywood has. But my relationship to Hollywood is this constant struggle of, like, dude, get it together. Like <laughs> You do have that phrase of, how did this movie get made? Well, I listened to that podcast. How did this get made? But I also, I also like will actively, after seeing a bad film, I'll just be like... Go ahead and that get greenlit. Like, like yeah. who read that and went... And went, here's oh, money. Yeah. Versus yeah. people who have phenomenal scripts and they never get read or made. Or a studio then gets, like, um, like a deal with, uh, like, a car company or, like, a beverage company to, like, yeah. be a product placement in that film. It's like, did the people at Coke read this script and were like, yeah, that's a Coca-Cola I movie. I want to be in that. Like, to me, <laughs> like, when I, like, even in our relationship, like, you'll do stuff from time to time. I'm just like, yeah, that's my wife. Like, I'm proud of her. Aww. That's the mother of my child. Yeah. Like, I'm proud of her. That's my partner. Sometimes Hollywood does stuff, and I'm just like, who are like, you? Why, why did you do that? Like, I understand that you're just trying to make money. But could you cover it with something a little bit more? <laughs> like, could, you, could you put a shinier bow on it? Could, could you, you like, just, you anyway, know? So that's 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 where I was trying to go with all that. Interesting. Yeah. This town. Yeah. This this career. Yeah. It's a very it's a very. This is kind of a wandering daily one. Daily up and down. That's all right. I don't think I don't. We just weren't on the same page with with exactly the subject before we started. We're also both so tired. Are we tired? We talked about being tired. <laughs> I think we just didn't fully. Hello. Knock, knock. Hello. Hello. Is anyone awake? Um, but yeah, no, I, I think all of that rings so true. And it's going to be very interesting to see getting back in the swing of things as mom now, how it's going to go and how my mind's going to approach certain things come the fall for episodic season. And yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a, an interesting journey, but I'm proud of you. And I'm proud that we're going that we're doing it together and trying to figure out what we're oh, gonna yeah. do. Yeah. Cool. Good talk. Happy July Fourth. Oh. Don't July even 4th. get me started. Um, um, um. Happy Fourth of July, for those hippos that listen. <laughs> and uh, gosh, next time Happy we check birthday, in, Lila. our little daughter will be one. Happy birthday, Lila! And yeah. Birthday party. It's gonna, this is gonna be a, bu- a busy, busy week. Oh. I know. And then next week, Erica and Noah get married. They do. Jeez. Can you believe that? It's already here. It feels like it has come and gone at the same time. I, that's so yeah. true. <laughs> that is so true. Time makes no sense. I got to spend one day as a as a lady on Saturday. Jason was with Miss Babe and I drove up to Santa Barbara for the day. Miss Babe being Lila. To uh, <laughs> Miss Miss Little Lady to be part of the bachelorette party for the day. And it was it was fun to just kind of just be a girl. Just be a girl for a little yeah, while and then I mean, come back down. Do that That's more. nice. I do need to do that more. That's a recurring theme we say. Well, but it, it's like, easier said than done, though. And then that's <laughs> the same thing with Hollywood. It's like I just want to be an artist. I know. Can me I too. just 
Can we just be artists and support our lives and support our child being artists? Through art? That'd be great. Yeah. We're going to get there. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Enjoy enjoy your 4th of July festivities. Be and, safe. Uh, thank you all Hold for your, tuning in. Uh, take care of your animals. Take care of your pets. Closely. Yes. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. And I'm Amelia I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, and this has, has been, been Married, Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Bye. Later. Bye.